Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity. And this episode, you guys can tell we are going to be talking about decluttering our lives. I really need this pep talk right now. I thought maybe some of you would as well. I just think it affects every area of our life, honestly, if we're feeling cluttered at any capacity, (laughs) being vague on purpose, because I think it extends so much farther than just our possessions, right? Like the things we own in our home. Yes, that clutter really does affect you. I feel so affected by my environment. But even more than that, if your mind feels cluttered for whatever reason, if you feel like you need some sorting out and organizing to do when it comes with people you're spending your time with, like I think we can apply this to all different areas. So yeah, we're going to get into all of that. But I am just so excited to record today. I've had the best day. I'm in such a good mood. And yeah, I've just had like such a lovely, peaceful day on my own. But it's like so sunny and nice out. I'm so affected by the weather as well. You guys are like, she's a nut. I'm like, I'm so affected by my environment. I'm so affected by the weather. But like, I really am. And I think we all are to a certain degree. Maybe like some are more sensitive to our messy environment or the weather than others. But you know what I mean? So yes, it's been like the nicest day. I had the best night of sleep. I fell asleep like so easily, which I feel like normally I don't. And I was just cuddled up with Brody and he's never been so snuggly. Oh, he's like sleeping right next to me in the office right now on the couch. He looks so sweet. He's been extra sleepy recently. I'm like, why are you so sleepy? Be a dog, run around. He sleeps all day. But he was being extra cuddly last night. Normally, he doesn't let me cuddle him so much. And I was just snuggled up in his fur and so comfy. And I, like, fell asleep. Whatever. I slept so well. I woke up to a breakfast sandwich. Max sprung out of bed, made us breakfast sandwiches, and they were so good. I'm like, wow, best start to my day. Then we walked Brody together. Really nice weather, like I said. Max is gone. He's been gone golfing all day since the off-season. He's in his golf mode his golf era he's obsessed so then I did a little soul cycle class my at-home bike which was lovely I had to dust that thing off I've been out of the routine of it but it felt so good it was so nice and then Brody and I laid in the sun a while since it's so nice out I'm committing to getting tan by the way <laughs> like no one yell at me and give at me because of course people are like be careful in the sun I am so good with my SPF okay don't yell at me But I just think for my mental health, laying in the sun is wonderful. I literally feel so happy. I literally feel like I am charging up in the sun. I'm like my phone plugged in when I'm outside. I'm like a solar panel. (laughs) But I know you guys know what I mean. If you love like laying in the sun, being at the beach and stuff, just when I'm in the sun, when I'm outside, I'm so happy. So like getting tan, laying in the sun, being warm, I like usually like fall half asleep and it's just so nice. But I am really good with my SPF because I know I've got to be careful right in the sun especially because we're trying to stay as beautiful and youthful looking for as long as I can and the sun really just ages you and makes your skin turn into leather so I'm being careful and of course like skincare to all that don't get me wrong um which by the way actually I'm happy I'm remembering to think of this I just got this Kopari body glow oil stuff in the mail and I've never tried it out until today 
doused myself in it because this stuff has spf 50 you guys it's so good it smells so good and coconutty like all their stuff does and i'm like wow this is a new fave like you've you've used it once like you said but i could just tell it's gonna be a new fave i'm gonna like fly through that this summer so yes also speaking of brody you guys his birthday as i'm recording this is tomorrow he turns three tomorrow and i'm like huh what do you mean no 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 no. i'm like my tiny little baby puppy that is a tiny little cotton ball marshmallow looking thing that's like 10 pounds like i still think of him as that like not actually of course because they grow so quick i've been with him longer when he's bigger you know but i just remember those days when he was a little marshmallow oh i miss him so much he's just a teeny baby in my head forever and the fact that he's gonna be three is just so not right that is so illegal that's so grown up all my friends in, are like in dog years he'll be 21 like he can like drink i'm like no he's just a tiny baby so i don't know how i feel about that of course it's like exciting because it's his birthday max and i are like we're doing all his favorite things i just love that i think that's gonna be our tradition every year when it's his birthday it's like his day like we literally dedicated to him this morning on our morning walk we talked all about our itinerary tomorrow we're like we're gonna wake up we're gonna start the day start we're just gonna do all his favorite things he's gonna get a pop cup okay he's gonna go for a walk in the park i should be quiet because i'm saying all his favorite words he's gonna like wake up um then that is gonna be like really draining for him he's gonna need to like rest a little bit then what was when i'm i feel like i'm forgetting some things in here oh then pet smart of course so he can pick out some toys for his birthday then afternoon play in the park in the dog park with his friends oh shoot (laughs) he just sat up (laughs) i should have said p-a-r-k but we're like also maybe that and then we're gonna bring him to this other p-a-r-k that has this like river creek thing that he likes to swim in because he loves to swim so like oh we should do that maybe swing by rita's but i'm like oh this seems like a lot of like human food for him like it's gonna upset his stomach what is his day because he loves like you know some vanilla ice cream also there's like this dog shop where we live that it's like a or it's like a dog bakery and they do like special like dog food and they do literally dog like birthday cakes and stuff we've done that the past two years i got him like a little dog birthday cakes maybe we'll do that so many things to do i'm so excited but like i'm gonna like be really happy tomorrow but also cry at the same time it's like bittersweet him growing up you know so that's tomorrow also had the yummiest lunch (laughs) i'm just i'm just romanticizing everything today um but hopefully my good mood can rub off in you a little bit if you're not having a good day. Because don't get me wrong. I'm like all sunshine and rainbows today. But some days I'm like so hopeless. And I'm like everything is going wrong. And it seems like everything's going wrong. And I've had those days recently. But not today. Today's been good. Because I tried this Trader Joe's ravioli for lunch. <laughs> I really, it is the little things, you guys. And I haven't had this kind before. It's like caprese ravioli caprese ravioli and it's like yeah just what it's it just tastes like caprese salad but like in a ravioli somehow and i actually added some extra basil and like balsamic glaze and parmesan and like cooked tomatoes and spinach with it yum 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 that was so good I need to get that again because I just got one little container to try it out and I'm that's gonna be a new staple in my diet because that was delicious. That's gonna be my new fixation. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited too. Our house that we're moving to, which feels so weird to talk about. You but you guys know my last episode was all about buying my first home. Um there's no Trader Joe's really close to where I live now, it's like forty five minutes away. But we're moving on the Cape. There is Trader Joe's on Cape Cod. So I'm so excited about that. That's going to be really nice. Which is so funny. I was talking to Max about that last night. Because I'm like, there's a Trader Joe's. But there's like no like fitness studios. Or I'm sure there's like Cape Cod like local fitness studios. Which I'm sure I'll like find my way. But I just know there's no like SoulCycle. There's no Orange Theory. There's no Solid Core. There's no like places like that that I know. Core Power. But then I'm like, but then they have a Trader Joe's. And then we have like the fitness studios where I live now in Pennsylvania. But like not the Trader Joe's. So you never know. Anyway, I'm excited about that. So yes, like I said, last episode is all about the house, which I am so happy about. This might as well be what I'm happy about this week. I'm happy that I'm freaking moving into my first house in less than two weeks. You guys, I'm pulling my calendar right now. Ah! The moving truck comes 13 days from today. Like, what do you mean? Wow. Like, I don't know if I'm ready, but luckily I have the next two weeks to get ready and to mentally prepare but I really am going to miss our little home that we have here in PA since it was Max's my first place together I'm very nostalgic sentimental here Brody's first home home and 
I really love where we're at here, but this is going to be so nice to like own a place, be just where we want for the summer. Like I feel so blessed and lucky that we were able to do this. I'm so excited to get in there and like get all settled and the decorating and all the little changes we want to make, like paint, if I want to change the countertop, stuff like that. I'm just so excited to make it ours, like make it our first home. So I need to like keep going with that line of thinking, the positives, because <laughs> you know what I'm going to start doing when I'm happy about this week and when I'm unhappy about this week. My my high and low of the week. It's funny how something can make you so excited and so happy, but also be the most stressful thing going on in your entire life at the same time, because that is what the house has been trying to, like, I won't bore you with all the details, but it's like, oh my gosh, whenever you hear like, it's so stressful buying a home, like it is, <laughs> I'm here to agree with that. It's, there's just so many little things and you think you're in a good place and it's like, wait, but what about this document? What about this statement? Can you get this information from here? Make sure you send your insurance policy here. We need this before closing. We need this disclosure. We need, and I'm like, what are even these words? What's going on? They're like, you got to call your attorney about this. You got, I'm like, ah. like there's so much and you can't, you got to do it all. You can't forget anything. It needs to all, the things need to happen. It's just, I think bottom line, what it boils down to is it's crazy how much, your lender <laughs> needs to know and be up in your business but it makes sense like they're lending you you know tons of money like that's like what a mortgage is but it's like wow <laughs> you could give them you know your birth certificate <laughs> your firstborn child they're like nope not enough <laughs> like you like it's like yeah it's just like all-encompassing it's like oh, it's like a full-time job setting up all these things too and then we just made a checklist the other day we're like okay we gotta like not only do we have to like end all of our utilities here make sure that's done but then we also have to set up all the new utilities and then like the moving truck and the logistics but then when it's closing but then it's also six hours away so then we gotta close before the moving truck gets there but then like it's just like never-ending stress um but I just need to be happy about it. My mom texted me today. She was like, I'm so excited for you. And I was like, you know what? I'm really happy you just texted me that because I've been so like pessimistic about it all and negative because there's just been little things I thought would be more straightforward that take longer than you think or like don't go as planned and you got to like, you know, pivot a little bit. I don't know if this is making any sense. Bottom line is there's so many moving pieces. That's what my lender and realtor that I probably keep talking to the most are like, there's just so many moving pieces that need to come together. Like a million different people need to be on the same page for this all to happen before closing. So yes, that's what's happening. Then let's talk about my happy quote, happy idea. You guys know I do in every episode. I do like something I'm happy about and happy quote, happy idea. That's like a really loose term. And I was look, looking in the most... <laughs> I wanted to be funny. I was looking in the most credible source, Google, <laughs> for some quotes for you guys. But these are cheesy, but I feel like they're so true. They are. Clean your space, clear your mind. Hmm. True. <laughs> also, tidy house, tidy mind. So true. And my idea, just for my brain to take with you, is there's like a number of things that have really helped me when it comes to decluttering let's just start with like our physical space one of which being that everything should serve a purpose and if you think of every little thing in that way it becomes a lot easier to narrow down like okay I'm looking at this lint roller on this desk right now and I'm like okay it's not cute it's annoying it's there but like it is functional and practical and we need it we need that when we're when I'm wearing my black align leggings and they're covered in Brody's fur you know and then like this candle Maybe it's not that like functional, but it's really, I like it. I enjoy it. It's for like enjoyment, right? Like th there's different things for different reasons. The lamp is very, very functional and practical. We need light. So it's like, think of things in that way. And then if there's like a random, oh, I have like a thank you card right there. Uh, see that? That could be go in the sentimental box, but you could also like thank it for its time and the time that you've enjoyed it and then send it off in part ways with it, which I'll get into this on so deep, have a little ceremony saying goodbye, but I'll get into that with Marie Kondo. I'll talk about that, but like it is so true. And oh, now I'm thinking of something else, how, when it comes to just like cleaning in general, I feel like I'm like my mom in this way. We both, I feel like can get really worked up and like overwhelmed by it. Like we'll see like a sinkful addition and be like, oh my God, that's so stressful to me. And just ignore it all day and be like, I don't want to think about it. And you just let it like build in your brain and you let it take up mental space and mental energy is really what it is and it wasn't until I started dating Max and I would like let dishes pile up and let laundry pile up and be like oh my gosh it's so stressful and he would I just will never forget he said this to me he said 
Gretchen, if you just do it, then it's done. And you don't have to stress about it anymore and worry about it and have it debilitate you from doing anything else the rest of the day. Those dishes in the sink will take you five minutes to clean and then you can move on. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So now me and my mom always say that. We're like, if we just do it, it's done. If we just do it, it's done. Like if there's a task that you're putting off, if you just do it, then it's done and you don't have to worry about it anymore. So that's something that's like really helped me as well. I could probably think of a million things to do with that. But before we get into... The brass tacks. Is that the phrase? <laughs> like we say before we get into the meat of the episode, but I don't like that word. I don't like referring to things as like the meat. Like meat is like a scary word. I don't don't get me wrong, like I love steak and chicken and burgers and stuff like that. But like why does like meat sound <laughs> scary? I don't know why. Okay, why am I talking about this? Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Upside. If you haven't heard of Upside, it's the easiest way to get cash back on everyday purchases. With how expensive gas prices get, it's so nice to get cash back on every gallon of gas you buy with Upside. Their app is so easy to use, and I always use my cash back for coffee at Starbucks. I'm sure that doesn't surprise you guys. So to get started, download the free Upside app, then you'll claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You'll pay as you usually do with credit card or debit card, and you follow the steps in the app and get paid. Upside users are earning hundreds of dollars a year which is probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the app store so download the free upside app and use promo code happy hour to get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas that's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas using promo code happy hour now let's get back into the episode what i'm trying to say is before we get into let's just say the purpose of the episode i want to do a little catch up because Looking back at my notes from my last episode from last week, I feel like I was so specific on buying a house and talking about all the details of that. And I don't even think I talked about it all. My crazy life that's been going on recently. I'm sure you're all dying to know to catch up. No, it's like you all follow me on Instagram and YouTube. You've seen it all. But I thought it was worthwhile recapping because I've been doing so many things. I've been traveling a bunch, which is also added to the level of stress when like I'm literally away and like you know, our attorneys calling me, our lenders calling me and being like, Gretchen, hello, you need to send, sign this form. And I'm like, I'm in Nashville. I'm at a concert. Like I'm at Coachella. I'm a stagecoach. I have no service. It's like been kind of hectic, chaotic, you could say, but so worth it. Cause I've been having the time of my life. And this is good that I'm doing all this before I'm about to be thrown into settling into a home. And that's just going to be like my main priority. I feel like I won't, well, <laughs> I was gonna say I won't travel for a minute. Actually, the day after we move in, we leave for a little weekend trip. But that's because it's Memorial Day weekend that was planned like forever ago. Literally, like it's our plan every year that we're always with Max's friends for Memorial Day weekend back at their college, Brown, if you guys know, or if you like went there or I've ever gone to their campus dance. I don't know why I'm getting into this, but all I'm trying to say is like, yeah, basically there's this campus dance every year, Memorial Day weekend at Brown. It's their graduation weekend. And then everyone goes to Newport, Rhode Island for the weekend and you just have fun. And so Max sees all his buddies, all the alumni like get together, blah, 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 whatever. So we do that every Memorial Day weekend. So of course, turns out we're moving in like the day before that. So we're going to do that. But aside from that, I feel like we really are going to be trying to like settle in on the Cape this summer. So what I'm trying to say is I'm happy I had all these travels. So Started with Coachella. In my notes, I just have like one word next to each trip I'm going to be talking about. I just wrote unreal. It really was unreal and just blew my expectations out of the water because last time I went to Coachella was 2018 and 2019 and I just kind of was like, oh, this is just like a lot and takes so much out of you. Also, I was in college at the time, so I had so much going on with like school and everything like that, so it was just like a lot and I would come back to school where I was already like running myself into the ground and I would be like sick and tired and whatever but when you really can like prep for it and do it right also I just realized maturing and growing up is realizing like you don't have to like stay out all night and do all the things that you can do Coachella your own way like you can go to bed a little bit earlier get home by like midnight so you can have enough sleep and not just stay out for all the after parties to like 4am you know what I mean like you can make of it what you will is that the phrase you can do what you want with it so it was just the best. Went with a huge group with my management. Stayed at the best, most amazing house I've ever been in. I'll never stay somewhere as nice as that. So that was just unreal. Why am I having deja vu? Did I recap this on the podcast at all? Like, I don't think so because I think I just talked all about buying our first home. But that was that. Then the following weekend, went to Boston, surprised my bestie Taylor for her birthday dinner. She was so surprised. It was so meaningful. It meant so much. And I'm so happy. I went literally for two days 
that was a main reason and also it just so happened that our home inspection was the next day on Cape Cod so it was really nice that I could what's it called what's the phrase hit hit two birds with one stone oh I think it's kill two birds with one stone kill two birds with one stone wait oh I don't know if I like that <laughs> I don't think I ever realized that it was yeah okay that's a little morbid but it was like I was I was doing two things with one trip <laughs> you know what I mean so yes Taylor's birthday dinner then inspection which was also very overwhelming my head was spinning because the inspection if you've ever been on a home inspection that's the first one I've ever been at but basically for like three hours they point out every little thing they notice to you and it's like is this good is this bad is this okay do I have to fix this oh my gosh you're telling me I need to do this once a year I should clean this twice a year every six months I should do I'm like ah, my head is spinning how am I supposed to know these things what, what what's happening what am I supposed to do but it was just like nice to be there to be a part of the process so that was that. Got to stay with my twin sister, Lucy. Just, I love being in Boston. We know this. Boston will always feel like home to me. That was lovely. Weekend after that was stagecoach. So you could see how I'm a little bit tired because I literally had, I think I had, okay, Easter weekend and then the following weekend was Coachella and then the following weekend was Boston and then the following weekend was stagecoach and then the following weekend was Nashville. So I was traveling like five weekends in a row and in between I was like okay I really need to just focus on like wellness and sleep here because wow when you're traveling at least for me it just takes like everything out of me so then was stagecoach which was amazing went with a group of I mean you guys saw who I went with let's say influencers Danielle Clara Anna Katie um and then Danielle's boyfriend Ryan and that was also the best trip ever and it's so funny that it was back in Palm Springs at the exact exact venue location of Coachella um and it was my first stagecoach which I loved honestly in my opinion even better than Coachella but it's also very I'm very biased because I like country music better so that was like just mainly because of the music for me it was some of my favorite artists like Chris Stapleton I was crying I love him so much and just feels a little bit more manageable than Coachella because it's a heck of a lot less crowded. I want to say there's like a third of the people that go to Stagecoach than go to Coachella. Like Coachella is just a madhouse. Um, but yeah, that was so much fun. We literally had the best time. I just felt like college times. Like we'd come back after the festival and make mac and cheese and, you know, keep playing Chris Stapleton and dance around in the kitchen. And it was just like the best. We had the best Airbnb. Yes. And the following weekend after that was Nashville. I was like, oh, I was really in the moment. Like, can I please have one weekend off and then go to Nashville? But it was so perfect how it all worked out. I literally had the best. Like, every trip I mentioned just got better and better. Nashville was literally one of the best trips of my life with my besties, KP, Louisa, Addy. And it was Caitlin's birthday, the same day as a Taylor Swift concert, her first night in Nashville, May 5th. And it was literally one of the best days ever. Oh, we just had the best trip. Taylor Swift concert, obviously unreal. I talk about it forever in the vlog. That vlog is like an hour long. I'm about to post. So I won't bore the details, but it was incredible. It was like one of the craziest performances I'll probably ever see in my life. She just performs for over three and a half hours, you guys, and doesn't miss a beat. I'm like, here I am complaining about traveling. She is performing like that, seeing every song three hours a night, three nights in a row, all sold out, crazy, 70,000 people stadiums, every weekend in a row, like, she never stops, how does she do it, she okay, like, I just need to know behind the scenes, I'm like, I'm sure she has a nutritionist, and a personal trainer, and a therapist, and wellness, like, all sorts of people on her team that travel with her, that probably just coordinate every single thing in her life towards performance, and being able to perform, because I'm like, how do you do it, like, I kept saying in the vlog, I'm like, she's the first person, that I'm like, I feel like you're not human. <laughs> like every celebrity or someone I see like that in concert or in person, whatever, I'm always like, oh, they're like me. Like everyone puts them on a pedestal, but I'm like, that's just like a normal person. She was the first person I saw. I'm like, she is not a real human. <laughs> like that is a robot up there. Like I don't, my brain can't understand how she does it all. So yes, in Nashville, I just always have the best time. Like it is the best vibes. So much fun. Couldn't recommend traveling there enough if you haven't already. The best coffee shops, the best food, the best like exploring uh shopping going out broadway of course like of people can be like eh, broadway whatever i have so much fun there i don't care if things are like touristy and chuggy or like the pedal bikes i love those drinking pedal bikes like we literally have the time of our life so yeah this is your sign even if you're like oh that's like so touristy like basic i don't know the word like do all the things it was literally so much fun but now 
we're back to business. <laughs> like it's so hard to get back into working mode after all my fun travels. I'm like, wait, I just want to like keep staying in the vacay mindset. So like I was saying, I really need this episode right now for a little pep talk for me <laughs> since like I keep saying we're about to move and we are in need of a severe clean out and then ultimately packing, of course. But to me, clean out step one. I started today. It's a lot. And I know that it will take a lot of time. But hopefully, it'll be worth it is the idea, right? Oh, this is exhausting. Like, I already feel like, ugh, can we just talk about my fun travels and plans again? I hate, I hate it. But it's so worth it in the end having, like, a clean space. But I don't know. It's just so, like, annoying. I guess tedious is the word. It's so annoying and tedious and, like, not it's not fun like I don't enjoy going through it It always takes me so long because I get distracted I like put things off it just always takes longer than you think it will even if I set aside a whole day nope takes two days takes a whole weekend and I think depending on what space you're cleaning out if it's your whole apartment if it's just your bedroom if it's just your kitchen you really should set aside at least half a day an entire day an entire weekend if you can if you have like a huge house maybe that's like multiple weekends kind of process I also think having a game plan is very helpful like having a little bit of a structure not just like running around willy-nilly because I feel like I used to do that and now I always clean out things and have a plan of like where those things are going so I always have different piles for example I have my twin sister Lucy's pile I have a pile of stuff that I want her that I know she'll love that I at least want her to look at before I donate it oh I think she'll like this beach towel oh she really liked this sweater I have like I'm gonna give it to her so Lucy's usually like my like main step because I mean she's my freaking twin sister she's my other half like she gets tips so there's a Lucy pile there's my mom pile especially if there's things like in the kitchen or a blanket or like dog stuff that I have like so much stuff for Brody like she has a dog Teddy so I always have like my mom pile a Mandy pile I love that my different friends are like different sizes like I have some friends that I know are a lot smaller than me so if something comes it's like way too small on me I'm like okay Mandy perfect or I have friends that are like my size I'm like okay this fits me I'll give it to this friend you know what I mean or like oh like these jeans are really short on me this friend's short I'll give it to her so like I literally go like that by things that I know or there's certain vibes I'm like oh Hannah like loves these swimsuits like I'm gonna give this to Hannah so literally that's how I go about it um but if you're like no I'm not trying to like give all my stuff away to my friends and family which is my favorite thing to do because especially if I know they're going to like it. And I, I mean, you guys know I do like social media full time. So there's just a lot of like PR that comes with that and clothes and stuff, which is why it's so hard for me to keep a space tidy and organized because the rate at which things are going out is a lot slower than the rate at which things are coming in. Like there are new packages arriving every day. So yes, I'm very grateful for that. It's so nice, but it also is like, I can't believe I'm complaining about getting free things, but it just is an added step of like okay now we have many many things and when new things are coming in old things have to go out I love the idea of like if you get a new sweatshirt you got to get rid of an old sweatshirt but I definitely don't do that like I could be so much better with that oh sweatshirts especially for me are so hard I'm like but it's comfy and it's cozy and I love it and it's so hard for me to narrow down that's something I really gotta do I really gotta cut back on the sweatshirts so yes I have piles for my friends and fam I also have a donate pile and I also have a Poshmark pile, so that's pretty much it. Also, I'm thinking I need to have another pile as I'm going through this. If there's something that has, like, a lot of stains or holes or for whatever reason like that, like, that should not go in the donate pile. So then I guess that would technically be, like, trash. Like, they're up. But I always feel so bad doing that. Like, I'll probably try to get the stains out and, like, donate it. You know what I mean? But, yes, I think you should have piles like that that could really help to clean out to know that they're going into different categories and I know there's more options than just Poshmark that's just what always I've done I feel like there's other like closet clean out apps as well I know some people sometimes sell stuff like on Instagram or have like an Instagram account to do that there's like eBay oh you know what else I just thought of Plato's Closet I forgot about them but I feel like people always talk crap about them and are like you bring them like a hundred brand new items of clothes with tags on it and they accept two of them and give you five cents like they're so funny but yes think do you need it this is what I think when I'm cleaning up I'm thinking about opening my closet again right now because I always like do it in rounds like I'm like oh I need these things and then I'm like my closet is still full I need to go through this again but I try to tell myself do I need it does it make me happy? Will I even notice it's gone? That's my new thing. I'm like, you might like this curtain, but you don't wear it because you won't, you wouldn't even notice it was gone. Or like some things like, honestly, this is like 
my life hack too. If my friends borrow things and I don't notice they're gone and I don't miss them, I'm like, seriously, please keep it. And they're like, no, I gotta give it back to you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Have you seen the amount of clothes and closets I have? If you like this sweatshirt and I don't notice it's gone, keep it. Please just keep it. Just keep it. It'll be better for all of us. It'll be easier. That's literally my go-to thing with my friends. Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. I've started my day with AG1 by Athletic Greens for years now, and it really helps my gut health, digestion, increased energy, my immune system, and so much more. I also really just like the routine of taking it first thing when I wake up every morning, just starting my day out right. It's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that give me the benefits, like I said before, and even healthier looking hair, skin, and nails as well, which I really appreciate since I've mentioned previously how I'm currently on a healing journey with my hair specifically. I remember the first thing I noticed back when I started taking AG1 years ago was that it very quickly improved my digestion and gave me an energy boost throughout the day. My favorite way to take it is to just mix it with cold water, but if I ever forget first thing, I'll can also just add it to a smoothie. I do that from time to time as well. I really love the flavor. It tastes super fresh and tropical, but it can be hard to know where to start with supplement routine, you guys. I've been there feeling so lost, which is why AG1 is so nice since it's such an easy habit to incorporate into your life. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash happy hour. That's athleticgreens.com slash happy hour. Check it out. And bottom line, this is a, such a good one. We're going to talk all about Marie Kondo. You know what? Let's talk about it right now. Does it spark joy? I got that from Marie Kondo, the Marie method, I believe she calls it. And that has really helped me a lot. If you don't know who Marie Kondo is, she is an organizing consultant. I looked her up specifically because I'm like, I always just thought of her as like the organized girl, the organizing girl, but she's an organizing consultant. She's also an author of I believe several books now but this one I think was her first one that I need to get if any of you guys read the life-changing magic of tidying up and what did you think because I think I need to, or an audiobook this would be such a good audiobook to go on walks I would feel like I'm getting my life together going to walk in the morning with my coffee listen to this yeah done I'm doing it I need to listen to this because I he- I feel like most of the things I know from Marie Kondo or about Marie Kondo are just things I hear from other people like friends and family that are like oh Marie Kondo does this Marie Kondo says that so I did read a little bit about her before this episode because I'm like have I even like read her books or actually heard from the source so yes but the the does it spark joy is definitely from her it's what I've tried to adopt and the reason I love this is because I feel like that is such a specific criteria that's like a big ask of something right like does this spark joy I feel like that can really help narrow it down because I could be like I like this sweatshirt but if it doesn't spark joy like if I don't light up when I see the sweatshirt I'm so excited to put it on then no because it's not worth taking up that space taking up that mental energy in a way you know what also I wrote this down this should have been my quote for this episode you guys because I love it this quote is from Marie Kondo she says life truly begins only after you have put your house in order I love that. I'm going to read it again. Life truly begins only after you have put your house in order. So true. Like think about how if you've ever done a big clean out in the past, how at night, like say your apartment's so clean, your house is so clean, whatever, and your closets are organized, your PJs are folded at the end of your bed, you vacuumed, you sweeped, you mopped, you the counters are all cleaned off, you light a candle, you're having tea, you're in your cozy PJs, you just showered your dog's curled up sleeping, you're going to read your book. Oh, that sounds so good to me. <laughs> that is like my ideal state of being. Maybe a fresh self-tan on. <laughs> you shaved your legs, you put on lotion. <laughs> I'm just like, to me, that is like the feeling of everything's in order and nothing feels better. Like it is so peaceful. So I actually looked up her rules, her steps of tidying. Um, and I thought it would be really helpful to share. So I guess they're called rules. In my mind, I think of them as steps. So she has rule number one, commit yourself to tidying up. The Conry method is not a quick fix for a messy room or a once in a while approach to tidying, which I really like. This is making me think of, if you guys know the What We Said podcast, I love them, JC and Chelsea. I like listen to every episode. I love them so much. And this is probably like a year ago now. I feel like this is such an old episode. I'm just thinking a while back. I couldn't even pinpoint which one, but I'm remembering it might have just been like Chelsea's life update and she was talking about how she was going through her apartment trying to do the KonMari method and organize everything, make sure everything has a home. 
And she was like, oh my gosh, no one tells you this takes like multiple days. She's like, I thought it would be done in a couple hours. I spent all day on it and I'm not even done. And it takes so long to go through every little thing and really like devote some time and energy to be like, does this serve its purpose? Is it in its home? Do I need it? Like ask yourself all these questions to really try to simplify your life and organize. So not a quick fix. Definitely devote some time here. Number two, imagine your ideal lifestyle. And I liked reading all about this because I think this is so like law of attraction you're manifesting thinking about your ideal lifestyle in your home and your apartment what do you want it to be like every day like do you want it to be a little more zen a little less stressful what are the types of activities you want to be doing what do you want it to look like what do you want it to feel like and I feel like all of these things can be achieved by having a clean space because when you imagine your ideal lifestyle you probably are not imagining clutter right three finish discarding first this one I really read about because I'm like okay like that's kind of what I'm thinking like clean out first then well for me in specific because I have to pack up I'm like okay clean out then pack up but like discarding for I'm like okay like throwing away things but this I liked and it shared an example which I was like oh my gosh that's so hard it was like old photos which I feel like is so hard like especially if you're like a keepsake kind of gal my best friend Taylor is such a keepsakes girl she has the biggest box of what she calls keepsakes I'm like Taylor this is a random old bookmark like do we need this so that can be hard but um Marie Kondo was talking about old photos and she literally was having a moment with them and looking at them and appreciating them for their memories and all that they served and literally had like a little ceremony to send it off so I thought that was interesting like if it is literally taking up space in your everyday life physical mental space then it is a good idea to be very picky with what you want around so discarding first and i really liked how she was talking about if this doesn't serve you any longer so that's really good to think about then four tidy by category not location this i also thought was interesting and i was like oh why i feel like i usually go like room to room or like closet then dresser then office then you know But I thought this was really interesting how she does it this way and she stresses to do this because she said that often people keep the same kind of thing in different places. And what I read about was an example of like, you could be like, oh, I need these paper clips in my office desk because in case I need a paper clip, but then you're not thinking about the box of paper clips or the 10 boxes of paper clips that you have in your like stock closet or your attic or something like that. So it's like going by category with that is such a good idea. I'm honestly thinking of, I do do stuff like that. Like I feel like I have some sunglasses and lip balms in my bag, but then I also have them in my nightside like table. And then I also have some in my closet and in my car. And so it's like, if we get them all together and narrow down by category, it's like maybe I don't need like 10 sunglasses and lip balms at all or like doing the same purpose here, you know? Oh, that makes me think of clothes as well. Like I think about when you're out shopping, I've heard of like, this needs to serve a purpose like or can you imagine like say you want a tank top can you imagine this tank top with the clothes you already have like what outfit would you wear with because if you can't decide that then no because how are you going to even wear it if you don't know you're going to wear it and do you like what what purpose is it serving that is different than all the other clothes you already have it's like if you already have a black tank top then how is this black tank top different maybe this one has a high neck okay it's different maybe this one's like a little bit more loose fitting okay sure but like are you going to wear it differently is it like more formal is it more cat you know what I mean so I think that's also really good to think of like when you're out shopping because I am queen of just being like I like it I need it and it's like I get it and it sits there because I don't know how to wear it or it's the same as all my other ones serving the exact same purpose five follow the right order and she has it to be which I honestly think is like easiest to probably which yeah she actually did write that in there it was like probably the things that are the easiest to part with to the hardest so start with clothes and and then like you know kitchen would be in the middle and then end with like sentimental keepsake type things because those are probably really hard to part ways with but i think if you get the momentum going in the beginning close she recommends close because then you would be in a better spot is what i'm gonna say but um she recommends starting with close because she's like you can so quickly see such a difference that you're making and it'll keep you motivated to keep going because when you take a bunch of clothes out of your closet and it's looking a lot more easy to like move the hangers around if you're me you literally can't move the hangers and everything's just more tidy looking in order you want to keep continuing that order organizing in the rest of your home six last step ask yourself if it sparks joy i just love this i love the way it's worded like we said i just love it because i feel like it's such a I can't think of the word. It's such a specific criteria. It's such a high ask demand of your things to spark joy. Like that seems like such a 
drastic thing to me that something should spark joy like that's so do you guys know the word i'm looking for like dramatic that's like such an imp- intense ah, i can't think of the word um like feeling emotion to spark joy from something so i really like that it's like only allowing things that are really important really serving a purpose to be around you in your physical space like i said i'm so affected by my environment so I need to keep as tidy as can be. And I really think that everyone is, just some people won't admit it. I'm thinking of my mom who I feel like is fine. Like she will let things pile up or whatever. Sorry, I'm throwing you under the bus, mom. Or even friends that like the rooms, they just won't keep them tidy, whatever. And I think they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like fine by me. But I'm like, no, 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 no. Because you might say that and maybe you're better at like, you know, working and living in the chaos than I would be. But I just know you're more affected than you think because when all of that is cleaned up and tidy, you probably feel like, ah, sigh of relief weight off your shoulders you know and like this may sound very dramatic but I truly feel like a cluttered environment holds you back in life which I know is a lot but you're just I mean for me I physically feel it like my energy at home is wasted towards all of these things that are not serving me a purpose and don't have a place to go I really feel that everything you own should have a home or it will always just bounce around and create a mess you know So I actually found some studies for you guys because I just thought this was fascinating. I'm like, there's got to be some stats towards this. Again, this is just from Google. Take it with a grain of salt. But even if this is, watch, this is like not even true, makes me feel better and makes me motivated, okay? So here we go. I'm just going to read what I found on Google. This study reveals that simply by being in a clean space, 80% of people are more relaxed, which I so agree with. Like, think about how you feel in a really clean, serene spa versus like, your dirty bedroom that you got to clean. You know what I mean? 80% more people are more relaxed. Like that is shocking to me, but I, well, not that shocking. I mean, it makes sense. 60% are less stressed. 72% are more productive, which for me is so key because I work from home. So it's like, I, and I can feel it too on days that everything's a mess. It's like, I can't even complete tasks that I need to complete without starting to clean or I just get distracted I start cleaning by accident or like I literally need to get the cleaning organizing out of the way or I legitimately cannot focus additionally 72% of people sleep better in a clean home and 77% can focus better crazy this says the likely uh, the likelihood a person will be happier than average spikes 53% with every additional hour they clean each week like what but that makes so much sense to me too. You feel a sense of pride. You feel like you accomplished something, purpose, clean environment, everything I said before. Being responsible for cleaning leads to a 3% increase in social capital, aka meaningful connections, willingness to help those in your community, and a 12% increase in empathy. Like this is so fascinating to me. It says, and if you're a parent, it pays to pass on your cleanliness to kids at an early age. Children who complete cleaning chores are 64% more likely to exhibit higher empathy as adults and 60% more likely to help others in their community. It also says, bonus, kids study better 59% and behave better 49% in a clean room. And like how they conducted these studies and got these results, I don't know. But it is really fascinating to me and I do believe it. And it does motivate me. So there's that. Okay, now we're going to get deep. And I don't want to lose you, so stick with me here. I'll be brief on this. But I was just thinking about how this applies to way more than the things that we possess. Kind of like what I was saying in the beginning. Like, I feel like my personality is, I think, so, like, long-term, big picture. How can I apply this to, like, other things in my life? It sounds funny to say, but I'm thinking of the Myers-Briggs personality type. If you guys know that, I'm, like, so into that. And the second category is intuition versus sensing. And I'm so intuitive, which those words, I feel like, don't even really accurately describe, like, what it is. And sensing is, like, you just see things for what they are and what things are, like, is what it is. And in intuition is like if you score more like on that scale it's like you are just always kind of thinking more about things thinking outside of the box like deeply thinking about things I'm like I think so deeply I'm so wise but I just think about how I'm just trying to say that decluttering applies to content we consume online people we surround ourselves with how we spend our time our jobs etc etc like the list could go on and on to like literally every category of your life I think decluttering those areas of our lives are just as important as decluttering our physical space, especially with friends. And I won't talk too much about this because I have, like, I feel like numerous episodes specific to 
friendship and like growing up adult friendships losing friends how friendship dynamic changes things like that but the saying that you're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most I feel like is so true and I think we need to find a balance between being a loyal friend but also saying okay I need to put myself first maybe this relationship is no longer serving me for a number of reasons could be this person is holding you back no longer has the best intentions for you is jealous and actively rooting against you not providing benefits in the relationship etc all of that is to say um be a good friend be a nice loyal friend but also i'm giving you permission to jump ship <laughs> literally cut them out of your life and betray them <laughs> i'm kidding but i think there is something to be said for again you're the sum of the five people you hang out with so if physically you as a person are so affected by the people you spend the time with i think it's important to be a little specific here be a little picky choosy cutthroat like you should be like it affects you as a person and your whole life and if a friendship is no longer serving you if you're feeling bad vibes if they bring you down if they're constantly I'm trying to think of like I've only lost a couple friends in my life or purposefully purposefully like distance myself from them I'm just very honest with myself in a friendship and it's people that are like actively rooting against me I can tell they don't have my best interest in mind one in specific I'm trying to think like it was such like a just negativity around me all the time and like like argumentative disagreed like disagreeable that kind of thing I'm like hang on are the pros outweighing the cons here I'm like what what am I not that it should always be like benefiting you but I really do think like your friendship should benefit you in some way and sometimes it doesn't have to be that deep like maybe sometimes your friends maybe they're not like your closest childhood friends that you can rely on wholeheartedly they'll always be there for you but some friendships could be like more like acquaintances or like a newer friendship where you just have a lot of fun with them and you can go out with them have a drink with them um chit chat with them like companionship stuff like that but then I also think you have the friends that you're like these are your girls these are your guys these are your like tried and true die hard we'll take a bullet for you we'll always be there for you we'll always listen to you like be there in your hardest moments kind of friends and like I said I just feel like I'm so honest with myself when it comes to friendships and I feel like that's really helped me and I'm always like checking in with myself how do I feel with this person do I feel am I having a lot of fun do I feel really energized do I feel like I'm learning a lot do I feel like a better person do I feel like they're rubbing off on me in a positive way how do I feel after I'm with them am I really drained am I really motivated am I inspired do I feel charged when I'm with them like charged up I'm very extroverted so I should when people are draining me and making me feel bad I'm like oh that's a bad sign because I'm very extroverted and it can feel harsh but again like your well-being is so worth it and I don't like harp on this for too long because like I said I have other ones like dedicated to friendships but to me like having all these friendships and relationships that are draining and taking up a lot of your time kind of is clutter and it's like taking time away from your life holding you back in other areas if someone is like really draining of your time and energy so it's okay to put yourself first I'm giving you permission okay and distance yourself it doesn't always need to be a big blow up my dad taught me this I'm so happy that he taught me that and I feel like he would say things to me I'm like oh well if this person's like I gotta sit them down have a big intervention be like we can no longer be friends this friendship is not serving me and we're both not bringing out the best in each other whatever but it doesn't always need to be that maybe sometimes it does but you can always distance yourself if the friendship isn't serving you and a lot of times I feel like you don't want a big blow up like you you always want to be on good terms with someone and I think you could still be friendly with them. Maybe just they don't need to be your closest friend anymore if you feel like, again, the friendship isn't serving you. And I feel like people will get the gist if you are not making the effort to hang out. This sounds like bad, though. That sounds like someone, like, ghosting you. But I also feel like it could be mutual, you know? If that person isn't reaching out as much anymore and you're not reaching out, if you physically, like, if you move away and there's just, like, distance in that way, uh, I think distance in relationships or like growing apart is also normal. So that's like an option as well. I also think you should definitely declutter who you're following on social media and what you consume. This is something that I don't do, that I need to do. I need to do this because my mental state I also find to be very affected by what I see. 
when I'm scrolling. So I need to do a better job at monitoring that if I'm scrolling for a while and if I see you know a bunch of girls and maybe this is just my own insecurity talking but if I see a bunch of girls who maybe are in my eyes like in the kind of shape I want to be in I might like leave scrolling on Instagram feeling bad about myself maybe I'll feel motivated but maybe not also probably depends on like my mindset in that moment if I'm already having a bad day or not that's so true now that I'm thinking about it because if I see someone that I'm like wow they're in the best shape Maybe on my best day, I would be like, I am so motivated. But on my worst day, I would be like, I am so upset comparing myself to them. I'm never going to look like that. I feel way worse. Why did I even like come on here, you know? So I think you got to be picky choosy with this as well. Because you also, I feel like subconsciously can be very affected by the people you follow online, the messages you are seeing and hearing from them. And it's really important. I need to do this. And I need to look through who I'm following and being like, what are they adding? Are they, am I laughing when I see their content? Am I enjoying it? Am I inspired? Do I just compare myself to this person for whatever reason, feel worse about myself, maybe mute them, you know what I mean? So I think that's also very important. Like, uh, this is so funny. I'm thinking of how I'm so affected by like my environment, the people I'm around, what I consume, but I'm happy I'm, you know, honest with myself on that because it allows me to make good decisions and that manner and I'm thinking about how do you guys know the show you on Netflix it's just you like the word y-o-u and that was so funny that it just spelled you I'm like why because I feel like whenever I would talk about people I'm like you know you and they're like what are you talking about I'm like you the show and they're like you me what <laughs> so the show you on Netflix was making me so scared like I watched the whole season I might have watched one or two the second season and I'm like I literally am having nightmares I'm so like creeped out and freaked out by this this show is legitimately affecting my life and making me paranoid in my daily life and I'm freaked out and and this is not worth it to me I need to stop <laughs> like I just that's something I know about myself I can't do scary movies I can't do scary shows not happening too affected by it I will be scared I will have nightmares maybe I'm a baby but maybe I'm just honest with myself can't do it I love to be entertained, okay? Love something lighthearted, Emily in Paris. Love to be distracted. Love some action. Like, I love, like, Survivor. Like, it's just, like, interesting, entertaining. I like to learn. I like to, you know, I don't like to be scared. I don't want to compare. I don't want to, nothing too heavy, nothing too, because I'm affected by that. So, yes, those are mainly the points of declutter that I wanted to hit on but I just think if any uh, any part of your life feels like cluttered maybe it's work maybe it's friends maybe it's uh, food like I think about times where I had like an unhealthy relationship with food and I I would say my relationship with food was chaotic and messy and cluttered and just kind of like yo-yo stuff like that I just think it's worthwhile to think of like all the aspects of your life and think like could this use some energy and attention and clean up because it's so worth it in the long run and it's just a weight off your shoulders so I hope this episode was helpful for you guys it was helpful for me I feel motivated now just talking about this I can do it I can declutter this apartment it's gonna make packing so much easier it's gonna free up my mind it's gonna be a weight off my shoulders we're gonna have a big Poshmark moment I'm gonna make Max do it too and it's gonna be loads of fun <laughs> talking myself into it. I'm like I can do it if I can do it, you can do it. If you can do it, I can do it. We're going to do it. We're going to be in our clean girl summer era. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in my next one.